You're listening to The Ultimate Creative, a podcast for content creators. I'm your host, Emily Milling. I am a multi-passionate, multi-hyphenate entrepreneur, comedian, podcaster, musician, filmmaker, you name it. If it's creative and it has something to do with business, I'm probably in on it. If you're looking for a way to earn money through your creative passions, or if you need help finding your creative side, you are in the right place. Welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Milling, and today we are talking about if your podcast does not have these three things, nobody's going to listen to it. And before I jump into that, I want to share with you that I do have a new masterclass out now. It's five simple steps to start your podcast, and it is totally free to grab that. It's going to give you a complete rundown of all the different things you need to get going to start a podcast. All right, so let's just jump right into the meat of this episode. This is the things, if you don't have these three things for your podcast, nobody is going to listen. So the first one is a point. What is the point of your podcast? I do find a lot of random podcasts out there on the internet that are just people talking about things that only have importance to them. And I suppose that's fine, but if I'm asked to tune into a podcast where someone is talking to their neighbor about something that happened to them 15 years ago and I'm not in on the inside joke, there really doesn't seem to be a point to the podcast. There needs to be some sort of a hook, some sort of a reason or a purpose. And this is actually the first thing that I teach in my course, Podcast Rocket. You must always have a purpose for the things that you are putting out there. Otherwise, you're not going to feel a connection to it and neither will your audience. And that's going to make it really difficult for you to want to actually continue the podcast. It's also going to make it really difficult for people to want to tune in. People want to have a reason why. So in the intro of your podcast, for example, you might want to say, this is the podcast about blah, blah, blah. So I've got a new podcast out right now. It's called Pretty Bad Tarot. And I say, this is the podcast where I give really unqualified tarot readings to my comedy friends and we decide if it makes their lives better or worse. Now, why would someone want to tune into that? Well, first of all, my guests are people in the comedy scene in Toronto and they're bringing really funny questions for the tarot cards that I get to then ask and interpret. So things like, what should my summer hobby be? And it ends up being to start a new Olympic sport of cup stacking, because that's all we can figure out. Or it could be something like, should I get a Pomeranian or a cat? And we have to figure that out as well. So it's it's a weird and funny way to have a conversation with somebody. You still get that conversational element. But at the same time, there is a purpose for people showing up to this. There's a reason why somebody would actually want to listen. The value they're getting is the entertainment. In addition to that, the value is that they get to know me a little bit better as a comedian and the people in the comedy community in Toronto as well. So another really great idea, especially for my entrepreneurs out there, is make sure that you know why your podcast is connected to your business. So for example, this episode that I'm recording right now, I recorded as an IG live and I also recorded as an episode for my podcast, The Ultimate Creative Podcast, because content creation is so much better when you can batch and repurpose things. So 
why is it connected to my business? It's because I'm giving you these tangible steps and tips. So the high value for you, the point for you to listen and tune in is to know like, okay, I understand that I have a need to learn about something related to podcasting or something related to creativity or content creation. And Emily is going to provide that information for me through interviews, through step-by-steps like this, through lists, all of those different types of things. So that's another reason why you might want to think about a podcast for your business. Not that that was the point I was trying to make, but on the point of points, I guess this is the point I'm making now. Oh, righty. Well, this is a very exciting time. Okay, so the second thing I want to share is gear. Okay, I know a lot of you don't want to invest in gear. To that I say, If you want to have a podcast people are going to listen to, you should invest in at least a microphone. I have received episodes and I have listened to episodes that are recorded on a computer microphone. There is no noise canceling. There are no headphones being used. It is just a gong show of loud sounds. And like you can hear the loud construction in the background here. Imagine if that was on my laptop computer, my my computer microphone rather. Imagine if it was on there. And then we're also competing with the fan inside my computer. Those get exceptionally loud. Okay. And it comes through on the quality side. If I'm listening to an episode of anything that is recorded with very poor quality, I am turning it off immediately because I just don't want to have to sit through it and try to figure out what people are saying the whole way through. I don't want to have to hear the sounds of construction generally. I mean, honestly, it's something that I have to battle with outside of my window all the time. And I work really hard to make sure that my environment is set up such that you're not hearing all of that construction. And then I also invest in audio software, so apps. So I use Adobe Audition. It has a really great noise reduction feature on it that you can, uh, like a lot of these apps all have this noise reduction feature. There are different ways to use EQ or compression to get rid of that as well, more, more on the EQ side. So getting rid of the low rumbly frequencies in your episodes so that you don't have that like sound of construction or whatever it might be. But at the bare minimum, if you are starting a podcast, if you have a podcast and haven't done this already, please, there's a knock at the door. If you have started a podcast and you haven't done this already, please buy yourself a microphone. They are not incredibly expensive. I promise you they are totally affordable. But if you're spending so much time working on a podcast, creating this content, and you're like, why is nobody listening? Why is nobody staying tuned to my episodes? A huge reason why people will turn it off is because they just don't want to listen to it because it sounds like garbage, right? I have tons and tons of resources on this as well in previous episodes of my podcast, so I will link to those in the show notes as well. But for sure... Get yourself a microphone, always use your wired headphones, plug those in, and make sure that you're recording in a space with minimal to no construction and door knocking, if at all possible. Okay, so the last thing I want to share, nobody is going to listen to your podcast if you don't have a marketing plan and distribution. I'm going to talk about distribution first, and this one is so, so simple, Unless Apple Podcasts is going through some sort of metamorphosis, which it has been in the last couple of months, which makes everybody's lives miserable. 
But what I will say here is distribution is not hard. If you sign up with a podcast host like Anchor or Buzzsprout or a a myriad of other podcast hosts, they have like a one-click submit to directory option for the majority of the podcast distribution platform. So that would be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Deezer, Google Podcasts, all of those different places. And if you don't have your podcast distributed to these platforms, nobody's going to find it. Nobody's going to stumble across it. Then again, please be aware that probably people aren't going to be stumbling across your podcast on Apple Podcasts anymore. That is not how that app works. It is at this point for celebrities, it seems to be, or people who already have a massive audience. So if you are starting a podcast for your business, if you're starting as a new creator, I I just want to help set the expectations that that app has totally significantly changed and getting into new and noteworthy isn't really a strategy that works anymore. It used to be a long time ago. And when I say a long time ago, I mean like five years ago, it was a strategy, but that is no longer the case. The other thing I want to say about this too on the topic is that because so many celebrities have entered the podcast scene and we're competing with people like Conan or Conan O'Brien right now, we have a much less likely chance that we're going to see the same numbers that we used to several years ago. So new podcasts I've found over the last year, they have been seeing numbers more in the range of between 40 and 80 downloads per episode, whereas five years ago, it was like, no problem, you get at least 200, 300 downloads per episode in the first seven days. Does this mean that the market is more saturated? Not necessarily, because a lot of people started podcasts last year in 2020 when we had nothing to do, and then a lot of people abandoned their podcasts. So if you stick out the route, the stick out the route, is that even a staying? If you stick it out and keep going with it, you will over time see more growth, but setting the expectation early on that the numbers you're hearing from big podcasters who have started their podcasts like a long time ago, even two years ago, they are getting very different numbers than what you will be seeing now if you start a podcast. And that's okay. It just means that you are targeting specific people. And the way to get more numbers for your downloads is going to be in the marketing itself. So networking with people is always a great idea. I think that's like a pretty big thing that I want to start doing in the the months ahead, because there are pieces of my marketing plan that I think are kind of being stifled by various algorithms. Let's be honest. Sometimes these apps change so quickly that it's like, how do what I thought a hashtag was okay. I thought Instagram didn't want me to use the same hashtags. Now Instagram does want me to use the same hashtags. Keeping up to date on what all of these different apps want you to do is going to be important. But at the same time, having a specific marketing plan is going to get way more listens for your episodes versus having absolutely no plan whatsoever. So let's say you're launching. I would say give yourself the opportunity to build up your launch and your podcast a couple of weeks before it actually happens so that people know it's coming. 
release a trailer so that you can have people go in and leave reviews and ratings. You can share that as social proof on social media because again, this strategy, getting the ratings and reviews used to get you into new and noteworthy. However, now it's not the case. So I would say use these reviews as social proof. Share it in your social media and any emails that you're going to be sending out and get people excited about it just by sending people to listen to the trailer. And I do have episodes on how to put together a trailer, what that would sound like, and I will drop links to those in the show notes as well. So what else for a marketing plan? You've already got your podcast going. What are the different things that you can do? Absolutely be sending people an email when you have a new episode dropping. I like to segment my email list because I have new podcasters, I have people who have had podcasts for quite some time, and I have people who don't have a podcast yet on my list. So if I'm creating content that is more related to someone who doesn't yet have a podcast, something like this episode, for example then I'm only going to be sending that email to those people. If I've got an episode that is based on general creativity, more likely than not, I'm going to be sending that to my entire list. Now, if I had an episode, a really good example was a couple weeks ago, I had Elizabeth Krajewski on talking about how to pitch yourself to podcasts and get on more podcasts as a guest. That will apply to anybody who wants more exposure for their brand, for their business, whatever the case may be. So they will probably all get that email. So a couple of other things that you can do would be putting out an audiogram, of course, a quote graphic, paying attention to, again, what the different platforms are that you're going to be promoting things on so that you can tailor your posts, your social posts to those specific platforms, to those specific platforms. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, for example, LinkedIn has a much smaller character count than Instagram. And so you want to make sure that it is tailored and written for those two different audiences. I think a really great way to promote an episode too is to do a little carousel post with the key takeaways, like these are the top three things. And here's a very brief summary. So like today, I was talking about the three things. If your podcast doesn't have it, nobody's going to listen. Number one, a point. Number two, the right audio gear and quality. And number three, a marketing plan and distribution. So I could create a carousel post that would outline all of those key points and post that on Instagram or as even a little video, an animated video that you could make in Canva. So these are all a couple of different ways that you can continue to promote the episode. Other ways you could do that, I would say figure out how to get on other people's channels. A really awesome way to get more exposure and more people listening is always to have guests on and make sure that you give your guests all of the different shareable assets. And what do I mean by assets? Like again, your audiograms, your quotes, any carousel posts you're going to do, any graphics associated with it so that they can easily share it out, write out a little caption for them to share it out as well. The more that you're able to bring people onto your show or be on other people's shows, the better it is, the more your audience is going to grow. Because ideally, when your guests share your episodes out, 
they're also going to be sharing to their audiences directly so that you can have that extra boost and then vice versa. When you're on somebody else's show, always make sure that you're sharing out their stuff as well for the episode that you're on too, because it does go both ways. And it is really important to have that reciprocity in these relationships as well. Okay, so to wrap up, what I what did I want to say? Oh, I wrote a note for myself that says, give yourself. That's a great note. <laughs> Who knows what the heck I was thinking? So to wrap up, the three things that you need to have for your podcast to make sure that people are actually going to listen will be a point. Don't have a rambly, weird podcast where you talk about nothing I don't know, maybe one or two people might listen to it if they find that very interesting, but it's not going to be the kind of thing that gets a lot of people in and holds their attention. The second thing is going to be gear. Please buy yourself a microphone. It is so important. Don't just record on your computer mic. If you want to do that just to get yourself started and get comfortable with talking for long periods of time by yourself, the other thing you could do as well is go on Instagram Live and do practice episodes on there. That could be another way to practice it. But if you want to get serious about it, and if you want people to listen and continue to listen to your podcast, make sure you have a good quality of audio because sound is incredibly important. And I think a lot of new podcasters, heck, a lot of old podcasters, podcasters generally are not valuing it as high as they should be. It is incredibly important to have quality audio so that you maintain your listeners. And then finally, a marketing plan and distribution. Make sure your show is in all of the apps. Don't skip out on Apple Podcasts just because. 50% of people are still using Apple Podcasts to listen to the majority of podcasts that I produce. Otherwise, you will have uh, your Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Deezer, Pandora, all of those different places, make sure that you're on them. And again, it's very simple to do that if you are working with a host like Buzzsprout, and I have a link for them I will drop in the show notes as well. And another thing just came to mind too, when you are distributing your podcast, or sorry, when you're promoting your podcast, make sure you do a blog post on your website and you embed the episode into the actual body of that blog post because people are going to find it through SEO, search engine optimization, and they're going to be way more likely to actually listen to it if it's embedded in there. And it's not just like go download it somewhere else, right? I've got a, a really great example is one of my episodes, how to structure a podcast episode, which has been primarily found through SEO. People have found it just by Googling how to search, how to structure a podcast episode. And it has garnered, I don't know, well over a hundred downloads just from the blog post itself and nowhere else, which is kind of awesome. So anyway, it just goes to show you that making sure that you are making this podcast and all of the episodes as easy to access as possible will make a huge difference. Okay. So that is it for this episode. And if you need help to start a podcast or to keep going with your podcast, my team has a couple of great options for you. I have, of course, my masterclass, Five Simple Steps to Start Your Podcast. That's free. You can go sign up for that now and get your podcast started and your planning started right away. And the second thing I have is Podcast Rocket, and that is my course. It is a five-part course, and it takes about five weeks to go through the whole thing. And it gives you literally every single tool that you will need to get your podcast launched, to understand what kind of microphone you need, how to edit your podcast, how to promote and distribute your podcast. And of course, the all important 
What's the point? The purpose of your podcast. That's the first thing we cover. Uh, and then finally, we have podcast production. So we've got three different packages available. We have editing, then we have editing and marketing, and then we have editing, marketing, and coaching and strategy. So all of those are also available for you. The packages start at $5.95 Canadian. I will drop a link to those in the show notes as well. And until next time, I hope you have a fantastic week. Thanks for listening to The Ultimate Creative. If you heard something today that helped you get one step closer to building your super awesome dreams, I would love it if you shared a rating and written review on Apple Podcasts. That helps more people just like you that want to break into their passions and build a life they love with creativity and entrepreneurship. And if you know someone that needs a boost of inspiration and this episode will help, please share it and spread the love. I truly believe that the more we encourage each other to take steps towards building our dreams, the better our lives will be and the happier we will become. Pretty awesome. To learn more about how I can help you build your dreams through podcasting, video production, or content coaching, head over to theultimatecreative.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore ultimate creative and let's chat.